Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. How are you guys doing? Welcome over here. I'm back, motherfuckers. We're back at it. And uh, I feel happy that I'm here. I'm, he's not alone. Uh, yeah. We're going to talk about Ukraine today. Some of my favorite people Ukraine. over there are touching tip to tip, I guess. I don't really know exactly what, uh, what Putin's trying to do. Well, I'd have to say we already called it. But the, yeah. I, mean, I mean, pretty much everything we've talked about up to this point has 100% came through. Biden's president, he's doing a phenomenal job. He, he is doing he's amazing. He's doing great. He's doing, doing great amazing. things for his country. You know, every single time I see him on the news, I think, man, this babbling son of a bitch is awesome. I know. I That's love exactly what Putin's thinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. He's like, sweet. This Putin's guy. like, yeah, let him. Oh, he's like, paying off his kid really worked. Let him, let him tell you. Pay, pay off that kid. He's over there smoking meth, having a great time. Maybe, hope you guys have a fantastic time over here on the old YouTubes of the channel. I think I'm going to actually start a Facebook page for us. I think really? you and a I need, I think you and I need one. A Facebook page? Yeah, I've been thinking about it. That doesn't yeah. sound gay at all. You want to make a couple's account? <laughs> <laughs> no, I bet, I bet, you know, for, for this channel, because the, the thing is, is, you know, there's a lot of news that goes on on Facebook, and a lot of there this is, stuff man. probably there can is, get picked up. I, I just don't really, I don't know. YouTube, it is what it is. This channel's been growing pretty well. I want to say thank you to this gentleman who yeah. was sitting next to me. He held it up while I was gone, uh, fiddle, fiddling around in Florida. But you won't have to see that very often. I enjoy I enjoy the podcast. I enjoy listening to them when it's, it's both of us. Yeah. yeah. And clearly a lot of you guys did too, so I am back. He is back. He's, we're going to talk about Ukraine. There's a lot of stuff that's going on. I currently, literally right now, so we're having a conversation. It's, it's crazy. It's like developing by the second. It is. I'm going to let you go ahead and kick it off. I'm going to look at the stock market to see if it's crashed yet. <laughs> oh, it's getting there, man. If it hasn't yet, it will be by the time this thing uploads. Yeah. Oh, Lord. So, yeah, I think the last time we talked about Ukraine, we were talking about how Russia was poisoning Belarus and set up on the border, and they were talking, no, we're just going to do military exercises. We're here for military exercises. Well, now we know, now we know that's all bullshit. Right. Yeah. And if you didn't see it happening, like, come on, you did. So Russia has zero plans as of today of leaving leaving Belarus. They're going to stay there indefinitely um, as long as they have this threat to the Russian yeah. territory. That what threat is that? Uh, themselves. Themselves. OK, themselves. There, there we go. There, yeah. this, literally themselves. themselves. So they're making these propaganda videos as well, which we are going to do a reaction video. Uh, after this one, to these, have you seen some of the propaganda stuff that they've been putting? I out? haven't. I haven't looked into so any of their propaganda because I don't care. The one that I was just, the one that I was just watching with General Petraeus, that was an actual propaganda video of them being shelled. Oh right, that was that's what it was. It was yeah. them the shelling videos. Well, I've got actual videos of see, I know, them I know. shelling. I, that, that, that's what yeah. we're going to show. So the, <laughs> the video that you guys will see here tomorrow is going to be fantastic. It's going to be reacting to all this actual Russian combat footage. What what it kind of is? I mean, they're clearly shelling. They are. They're shelling. Actually, they're shelling civilians. Right. For God's sakes. One hundred percent. Well, oh man. <laughs> yeah. So what they did, right? So you have like the LPR and the DPR, right? The Luhansk People's Republic and the Donetsk People's Republic. So we're gonna call it the LPR and the DPR. Okay. All right. So what Putin did was he basically declared them sovereign states. Mm-hmm. He had recognized them for being separated from Ukraine. And he's like, nope, they deserve their own recognition. So he recognized them, and now he's going in on a peacekeeping mission to help out. 
the LPR and the DPR. Which is so funny because the entire... So European he didn't invade com- Ukraine because he declared it yeah, they're, they're, not they're, part of Ukraine they're anymore. They're not part of Ukraine. So we, we didn't invade Ukraine. We're just, they're our friends. We're going to go hang out in their places. But it is great that European countries are actually seeing this as being bullshit, by the way. They did. Just going to throw that out there. Uh, European unions, everybody over there in Europe, they've been hitting them with sanctions pretty hard. Apparently there's two guys that are... Extre- oh, three. Three really wealthy individuals. I did not look these gentlemen up, but they're so wealthy that they were put on the the sanction list in UK. Yeah. That's how wealthy they are. They're yeah. the you you uh, what are they called? Russian um oligarchs, oligarchs right? Yeah. yeah. But they've been hitting the banks over there in Russia pretty good. Mm. I mean, that's I mean, imagine being an oligarch. You think he actually really cares that much? Gennady I, I, I don't think they give a shit. I mean, it's going to hurt him a little bit, but it's not just not going to make a big difference. The and Nicole, pipeline, the pipeline Germany actually went down the pipeline. They did. Yep. Yeah, I was, was going to bring that the pipeline did get shut off, which is kind of a big deal. That's and a huge deal. Of course, this guy has a classic name of Igor. I mean, there's not a there's not a Russian badass without the name of Igor. No, everybody's named Igor. <laughs> Igor, Igor, and Igor. Yeah. They froze every single asset those gentlemen have in UK, all their bank accounts, everything, and there's not a person in the UK that can even do business with them anymore. Nope. At all. So that might that might get under their skin a little bit, but I mean, if they have enough money, they yeah, they're all for Russia. I mean, what are they going to say? They're they're not going to come out for mother mother Russia anyway. No. Oh no. No. Because yeah. then they'll end up being till somehow they'll fall out of a window. Or fall off the top of a roof if they come out against Mother Russia. Or their, their gold chains will magically start <laughs> strangling them. <Yeah. laughs> Somehow their gold chains will attach to the ceiling and they will be hanging by them. That's pretty much what happens. The tracksuit sponsors are going to go out the window. <laughs> <laughs> tracksuit sponsors. God, oh, dang. God that's man. great. All right. I'm sorry. We'll, I'll let you keep going. Adidas. Keep, keep, keep going. Adidas. Adidas is no longer sponsoring Russian Adidas. athletes. <laughs> Adidas does not sponsor anybody in Russia. Oh, God. Stop oh, it. I put it on airplane mode. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. All right, Get man. Accurate. So, yeah. All right. So now Russia moved in overnight. They did. Like, this mm. happened at, like, I, I think I want to say it was like 10 o'clock or something local time for Russia to where, like, they go over and announce this stuff. And all the Russian troops moved overnight. And now there's shelling that's taking place across the border into Ukraine. If it, I mean, one, Russia invaded Ukraine. Fact. Russia says it didn't because they declared it. But make no mistake about it. Russia just invaded Ukraine. Mm-hmm. They did on a quote unquote now, how much peacekeeping far, mission. How much farther past are they going to go? Uh, so what I believe is going to happen, right? And what they're actively trying to do right now, it's 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 pretty obvious. It's like play by play. You can see it coming. Like you know, it's going to happen. The Ukrainian troops have basically been told not to fight back against Russia. They've been told to just sit there and freaking take it. So all the shelling that's going on, all this fighting, all this sh- back and forth that's happening, the Ukrainian troops got told to sit there and take it because the moment they start fighting back against Russia. Russia is going to say you're now attacking sovereign territory. Because they claimed it to, to be sovereign territory. And in a defensive maneuver, yes. they're going to cross over and go into Ukraine. Well, deeper into Ukraine. Deeper into Ukraine. Deeper yeah, into but Ukraine. How, my, my real question is how much farther they're actually going to go into Ukraine? I think they're going to take Kiev. That's why they're up there. Like That's why they're poisoned Belarus. That's why they're poised up there. Because... The moment that happens, right, like you're going to see like a two two wave, right? You're going to have wave one of them moving over to the LPR, DPR, like crossing the border past there and deeper into Ukraine. And at the same time, they're going to be met with those forces and they're going to come in from the north and cut off Kiev. And then from there, they're going to continue to push south and go and create that land bridge. And they're going to have that entire region from Kiev all the way south, all the way down to Crimea. And they're going to slice that. Part yeah, but what do they really out. gain out of that? A lot. I mean, a lot. They cut the head off a snake. I mean, as far as like the country is concerned, 
it's going to create some sort of an insurgency uprising. There's definitely going to be an insurgency. 100% going to be an insurgency. And then they also, so they also get the best of both worlds, right? Like if they come in and they like flex their muscles a little bit and they take Kiev and then they slice that part of the country off, Ukraine can then basically, Russia won't have to fight them after that. Russia can stand back and say, you know what? If you cross this line, like we're going to go toe to toe and we're going to kill every last one of you. But if Russia keeps going and they take the entire country, then they're going to have a massive insurgency that they'd have to deal with. This at least gives people an out, right? Like you can bleed some of that tension off. So if they feel one way, they can go to the left. If they feel the other way, they can go to the right. What is America going to do? Not a damn thing. Not a damn thing. I mean, we've got... It doesn't really affect us. That's the reason why the market isn't absolutely crashing right now. It really does not affect us at all. Well, kind of. It really doesn't. I think think we're going to start seeing it in the grocery store. I think we're going to start seeing it across a little bit. I, I don't think it's really going to affect it as much as people think. That's I, why yeah, the stock I, market hasn't really. Yeah, the stock market. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, it's really not going to affect our economy whatsoever. Well, the only thing we are, the thing, are is, or we are actually be in the situation is world police, kind of thing that we should have done in Afghanistan and kind of like smother bad people. Yeah, is all this is. Well, should could be. you imagine what we would like if we had that big of a problem? So, this and here's the other thing to understand, right? Like Russia is not as much as we like to think we're technologically advanced, dude. Not very long ago, talking weeks ago, there was a Russian nuclear sub off the coast of the United States of America, had like 110 nuclear warheads on it. That's quite a bit. Popped up, could have wiped out the entire, like literally had enough nuclear warheads to wipe out the United States. Everything that matters. I mean, it's it's not like they don't have that capability. Uh, a Russian fighter jet, again, a couple weeks ago, a Russian fighter jet went toe to toe with a NATO jet. And they ended up deploying some, like, an F it was an F-35 out of NATO, right? And a Russian jet came up because the F-35 is going to do a recon close to the Russian border. F-35 comes, and the Russian jet comes up to intercept. Obviously, it doesn't freaking break. And so then the Russian deploy, Russia jet deployed some sort of, it was a non-lethal countermeasure that basically rendered the jet inoperable, almost crashed, killed it, and then they broke contact and left. Right. Like, they, they they have a lot of technology. So us as a nation, right, the NATO states don't want to screw with them, right? And that's an F-35. It's not like it's a jet, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So so we're very much scared of going to war with Russia because they have the ability to. And, and this is nothing new of Russia messing with our borders. You know, over the years, if you go back and you look at years and years and years, there's been, like, Russian bombers that will, like, come fly over and get near our borders. Then we go intercept them. That's been happening off the West Coast for some time now. Right. Like they've been taunting us just as much as we've been taunting them. So they're all their rhetoric and BS about NATO moving into Ukraine and having these setups and everything over the Black Sea. And we're taunting them. Russia has been doing the exact same thing. But for whatever reason, the U.S. media is not reporting on this. And and Russia is actually looking at going back down into Cuba and like all those like little southern areas like they they. We go, re, they, re, want, they, they are redo re, this all over again. They are redoing. The, I'm not shitting <laughs> you. They are redoing the Cold War all over again. I, this actually just came in two minutes ago. See, this is kind of nice because I have this thing up and it's automatically refreshing when new stuff comes in on this. By the way, so the UK we were just talking about their their sanctions they were putting on on Russia or Russian Russian entities or in, in, in individuals itself. So the reason why they did this, I didn't know this. By the way, it's pretty smart. 
So it goes on, this is a quote, and we're prepared to go much further if Russia does not pull back from the brink. We will uh, curtail the ability of Russian state and Russian companies to raise funds in our markets, prohibit a range of high-tech exports, and further isolate Russian banks from the global economy, which is pretty smart. I didn't really really think about that because mm-hmm. they said that these guys right here, the oligarchs, were actually at the heart of Putin's inner circle and his banks, which have bankrolled the actual Russian occupation of Crimea and have been targeted by the first wave of U.K. sanctions. That's, that's what it's going after. So the people that actually funded the Crimea invasion was was not entirely just Russia. It was actually the oligarchs who have all the money. And I guess we must have figured that out. That's why they were in little green suits and not in official military uniforms. They just they look like janitors. There you they go. Just contracted it out, I guess. Well, what I what I'm saying <laughs> that's a good that's a good way to put it. Yeah, they, they I don't know. Just, a, I don't know another <laughs> country that would ever do such a thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a good way to put it. Here, uh, let's hand over these green suits to these people and God, pay them Jesus. measly amounts. But there you go. That that's actually pretty. I think that's a good thing. That that actually might hurt them quite a bit because to do any type of war and any type of activity like that, you're going to need funds. Well, Biden also signed an executive order yesterday. I was trying to pull it up, but it hadn't hit yet. Like, they normally post it. It hasn't been posted yet. Apparently, Biden signed an executive order, so I don't have the details on it. You know, obviously, more sanctions against Russia and everybody else, but I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if that was included in there as well. I mean, those, the oligarchs. I, I want to know what Biden's sanctions are now. Well, now that's, that you're even talking I, about like it. I said, I tried looking it up, but... It wouldn't it, come up it, at all? It, no, it didn't pull it up. So it is kind of crazy. The more and more and more I dive deeper and deeper and deeper into this stuff, which tends tends to send me down a little bit of a rabbit hole, the more I realize that we're sitting on the edge of literally like a real possibility of World War Three. It's yeah. not even a joke when I say that either. No, this guy we, right we now we was, talked about it. He's a, he, well, I, I mean, when you when you read this kind of stuff, you like you take it with a grain of salt, and I kind of dive deeper. Like, oh my God. We're sitting at literally he has a, he has an estimated one fifty to one hundred ninety thousand troops mm-hmm. currently right now, which if you were to put those out, that'd be the largest invasion of any country since World War II. Literally, is what mm-hmm. it's saying. Yeah. Which, to me, that is absolutely insane. What? what well, like, I mean, what's funny is, a while ago, you and I, sitting down here on this podcast, a while ago, you and I sat down, and we came up with the estimate of, like, 175,000, and we broke down. Like, yeah, I, I remember that, actually. All that, yeah, right? we did, So yeah. We, we come up with this estimate, and now all of a sudden, they're like, oh, what do you know? There's all these troops over here. But I still don't know why these people that are, that are supposed to be in charge... Just to, could, could not see this. We, we are two idiots sitting they, in Texas. They can't see it. They I, just don't care. Uh, I, I guarantee you they can't see it. They just don't care. I mean, this person does have, have a pretty good point. Uh, it says to go and say this, that Putin wants to have a world, or she wants to travel back into the world, a time before the United Nations, time when the empires ruled the world, and the rest of the world's moved forward, but it's not 1919, it's 2022. And this is actually coming from Linda Thomas, the American ambassador to the United Nations. So I, I guess she at least sees something. I, I don't know. I think it has a lot to do with the fact that he used to be a part of um, Putin. What was he a part of? Come on, let's KGB. go. KGB. And since they, they, it all fell back, I don't know how many years ago. I think that's what he's trying to do. 94? I think he's trying to make the old Soviet Union, of course. That's exactly of, what we, he's we, trying to had, do. We've had this chat before. He's 69 years old, Putin is. I don't know what else he has. He doesn't have a lot to live for at this point. You know You know what? I'm, <laughs> imagine me and Putin. I'm 69. I have nothing really going on. I'm mm-hmm. not going to make any more babies. I'm not going to go travel to any... I bet any, you Putin's still making babies. I'm just I saying, know, man. Okay. I don't Putin. know if you saw that horse riding pick of him, but <laughs> that dude's making babies, man. I'm telling okay, you right so now. Okay, so Putin could possibly be making babies. What I'm trying to say is I just don't see a lot of anything... I mean, what is he going to do in his life? He's not going to travel outside of Russia. He's like, you know what? He kind of reminds me of those guys that are in Afghanistan that had nothing going on with their life. You know you know what? We feel like let's go fight in a war for no reason. He's going to pick a fight. Let's just go pick a fight. Hell, we used to get bored in Afghanistan. Let's go pick a fight. Putin, bored. But, 69 years old. 
Let's go pick a fight. All right. So the thing is, is okay. The messed up part about all of this, right, is Putin is doing nothing different than what the United States has done. Only we do it for our reasons, and he does it for communism. This is the funny part about this entire thing, right? So I'm going to play the devil's advocate. But we also don't ever retain and, and maintain any type of country that we've we've gone into and tried to help. Germany. Well, what did Germany do? Guam, American Samoa. Okay, well, those, those, those places. <laughs> Japan. We could have taken. We could have kept Japan. Could have kept Japan. Could have right? kept Germany. We didn't keep Germany. We could have kept take, literally we did, everything. We did keep. We did keep some like territories from World War Two. But for those territories were actually II. nothing more than two. They're islands, like strategic locations. That's what. That's right? all. That's and, all they and are. And so, right. But well, I'm saying like, we should have kept Japan. We absolutely should have kept Japan. We should have kept Germany. Absolutely. And the reason why they don't have bigger forces what they have now is because they're well, they were restricted. They're restricted. Which should have been, Russia should have been restricted at the same time, but they were on our side but at the time. But they couldn't have been. We yeah. needed them. I know, we needed them at the time. And, and yeah. dude, like, Russia took so many freaking casualties. Like, that, like population control in itself. You know, I like, want to go back to place. what I just said. I just said we should have kept Jap- Japan yeah. and Germany. When, in fact, I guess it really doesn't matter because we're, we're friends now. But I'm, 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 I was only saying that what, what happens 100 years from now, I have no idea. Right. But at the time, Germany was pretty bad. And what? Germany probably should have been split up between everybody and just said, all right, yeah, we're going to redo you. Splitting it up. Yeah. <laughs> we should have just kept it all. Yeah, just we should have kept it. half of France, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest with you. Yep. We probably should have kept half of France. Had a nice little vacation spot. We should have. <laughs> all the northern part of France yep. should have been deemed uh, United States territory for saving the shit out of Europe. She's going to throw that one out there. A lot of people are going to say, well, we came in late in the war. We had the come in and really do no, everything. You know what? That, uh, so here's the thing, right? <laughs> I hate this when is, people say that. Like, we need to learn our lesson from World War II because we sat back and we took the we stance did. of we're going to mind our own twice. business. Right. We did that twice. And we it took, fucking bit us in the ass right. both times. And, and what's happening? Yes. A, but th- another repeat. And, the, and, and so, like, do I think the U.S. should get involved in this? Absolutely. Because you're looking at the brink of World War Three. You really are. And all those forces that we talked about, Russia is now, like, shelling those they are forces, shelling. and like I'm saying, if they kill NATO forces, if they end up killing members of NATO, how many NATO? How, well, yeah, how many NATO forces are actually currently in the areas? That's my next question to you. I would, how many? How many are currently in the areas of shelling? Zero. Uh, Probably zero. Soft. Well, soft's always there, but soft. No one ever knows where soft's at. Right. And what are Until, we going to say? Okay, That's so what I, I'm saying, like, what is the soft guy going to die? And then we'll be like, well, we had some guys. So what do you think's going to what do you think's going to happen when Russia crosses that line and goes over and kills a couple of them? And those pictures of those bodies of those soft soldiers make it out. And the well, I promise of those you, those uniforms. soft guys killed a lot more Russians before they. I, I I know that, but listen to me. When you have guys that end up getting killed, it's happened to us in Afghanistan. It happened to us in Somalia. It's happened to us in a lot of different places. Actually happens to us in a lot of places. In Nigeria, it happened. Um, in the Philippines. Right. That happens. So, Did you know, you probably don't even know that, Charles. You know what's going on in the Philippines? That's what I'm saying. So, like, if that gets out, if Russia kills or captures NATO forces. I'm throw this thing. Let's turn it off. How is the volume on? You guys ever just, oh, it's because the volume's turned up, folks. <laughs> it keeps going off. TikTok videos. Throw TikTok that thing. Videos, <laughs> but yeah, man, if they if they kill or capture, like, all these forces, like, any NATO force, and that makes it public, that yeah. country is going to lose their shit. NATO is going to lose it. I got to think about it for a second. Who would even be over there? It'd be us, UK. Baltic states. Canada got anybody over there? Lithuania. Lithuania. 
<sighs> okay, so if we'll take even a step past that. So say they do invade. And which is going to happen? Say they, they say did. they do. They did invade. Okay, no, I'm talking about actually the, the piece that's not sovereign anymore. The the non-sovereign area. Well, that's just The it. area you, that they, they quote-unquote, cr- just can walk through. Ukraine is still maintaining... That, yeah, that the that's LPR their, and DPR yes, is that's sovereign theirs. Ukrainian No, I get territory. it. I get that. But what I'm saying for Russia. Okay. So now we have this weird gray area. We have the most gray area that there's been since literally World War II at this point. I'm, I'm, that's, I don't know of another time. Maybe Georgia. Mm-hmm. You know what else is kind of strange? Russia did the same with Georgia mm-hmm. in the Olympics last time. I don't know if anybody mm-hmm. remembers that. Mm-hmm. Same, same time yeah, frame. Well, yeah. Olympics are going on in Georgia. But this is a little different because this is going towards back towards everybody else, which I, I would hate to be living in Europe, by the way. As a whole, because you're always having to deal with some type of turd, yes. turd down here in this bottom southeastern corner. Either you got to yeah. deal with Iraq and Syria and Afghanistan, everything. And all over those here. people, all those people from Afghanistan are going to start migrating into Europe this year. I warned. I'm if you're over there, I'm warning you. Yeah, he, it's he's coming. got a point because they have no they have no economy, they have nothing else. You know what's even crazier about this? So what I wanted, what I was going with this, what if? Right, this is not a what if, by the way. I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there because I know it's going to happen. This is like, mark my words. If you made it this far in the video, you're about to hear some. I'm going to call the future just like I did with the Afghanistan thing. Like okay. I literally, I called it first podcast episode. What's going to happen? Okay. They're going to invade, which they already have, quote unquote. We're going to say they're going to go past. Yep. What's going to happen is you're going to have the little skirmish and conflicts, but then we're also going to have terrorist organizations coming in to infiltrate and put these little cells Mm -hmm. because there's going to be weak points within that government, not just the government itself, but I'm talking about within the region, the region. Thank you. So that's exactly what's going to happen. You're going to have, I'm going to say, I'm going to go out there on a limb and say exactly who it's going to be. It's not going to be the Taliban. It's not going to be them. I know. I don't think it's going to be them. It's going to be ISIS and or Al Shab. No, no, it's ISIS. No. So it's not going to be Taliban. Taliban doesn't want to leave Afghanistan. They have so no reason to leave. That I feel area. like we're playing a game of like uh, I don't know something with people's lives, but I'm gonna I, I will indulge. So here's what I think is gonna happen. All right, here's what I think is gonna happen. I'm with you on that. I think they are gonna come in, but I think because of the amount of forces that Russia has, and I think where they stopped, if they st- if they stop at Kiev, if they just hold the LPR and DPR, and if they take a little bit of extra land and, and create that bridge. I think they're going to hold, and with that amount of forces that they have, anything that comes in there, because they're they're going to be slaughtering some people. And when they come in there, they're done. They're absolutely done. It's a little bit harder. I think it's going to be a little bit harder for ISIS to infiltrate that area because it's been a war-torn country. And it's all, for lack of better terms, nothing but a bunch of crazy white people over there. And so when, How about Chechnya? Chechens, yes. That's yeah, so they can, they can now will the Chechens fight with the Russians or will they fight with the no. guys? And okay, that's so what that was that that's where I'm, that's my next question. Yeah, no, so we know would, that they're they, not gonna they fight would come with the in Russians. for chaos. That's what I'm saying. Yes. So they would come in and they'd almost be like the IRA yeah. in a sense. Yeah, they would just come in and create chaos. Yes, they would exactly what they would do. 100%. I enjoy this. I should be hired to go work. No, nah, that I enjoy doing this way more. Yeah. But this 100%, this is exactly what's going to happen. We're going to have our IRA type, and I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to go back. I'm going to say ISIS, but I'm going to go back and say it's going to be Chechians. I, I think that is highly more probable. Yeah. Highly more probable. But I still think it's going to take them a little bit of time to get in there. But they will. But the thing is, is that Russia is not going to be worried about killing the out of every single one of them, like slaughtering them over there. They won't care. Man. I feel bad. If so, you're living over there in Ukraine, you're going to have to deal with not just the front of... 
of Russians, but then you're going to have to deal with the Chechens coming in, and, and they're going to just disrupt and cause chaos as right. a whole. Mass chaos. Just chaos as a whole. Because if you can cause chaos and confusion, you can kind of take control of certain areas. And just people. Like, if you cause fear in the individuals, you can then control them. Mm-hmm. In a sense. You literally can't control an individual if you cause fear. Really? Yeah. Like, you know like if there's a mass shooting or something, and you brought that up and told people that they had to do something about it? Oh, yeah. Just throwing it out there. That, there's a lot, a lot of things you can do to cause mass confusion right. and fear. What, what about what about if... Oh, dude, I have a hypothetical. Oh, here we go. I have a hypothetical. Here we go. What if... Let's hear it. What if... What if there is a, a country somewhere that manufactured some some virus that spread, and then members of our own Congress ended up buying into this like company that produces vaccines? You can't say that. And then attempted to make some sort of a mandate. You cannot say that. What? That is a conspiracy theory in this channel. It's we not a conspiracy theory. It's a hypothetical. It's a hypothetical. It's a okay. hypothetical. But I'm, we're, we're talking about Russia. We're not talking about that. <laughs> Fear. I've been, I've been, I was invested way before this thing even started. So right. <laughs> why do you think we don't have to do anything around here? Why? <laughs> We're sitting in the back room of my house right now. We literally got our own back room casting couch back here. <laughs> what you guys don't know is that the room next door is doubled as a casting couch. <laughs> you oh, lift man. up that black sheet right there. And you don't know what goes on back there. Don't, don't do it. Don't up. do it. Don't do it. There's toys uh, and lube and uh, everything. So Lord. Yeah. All right. All right. Back to that's, serious. That's Russia. So if you guys don't know what's going on, do a little bit of your homework or we just did it for you. Uh, this is the Russian expert himself, Matthew Tardio. I've got to go pick up a truck currently. So you've got to drive me. The Russian expert's yep. got to drive me over there. By the time I get back, this video is going to be uploaded and we're going to be prepped and ready for another 20,000 videos for you guys. I'm going to get this knocked out, prepped and ready to go. We're back at it, baby. I do love you guys. Thanks for hanging out. I was over here on Speak the Truth. We are out and see you guys.